Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to The Movement. My name is Courtney McManus, your co-host. I am your friendly neighborhood moose, your other co-host. Welcome back, dogs. Welcome back. Today, we are here to talk to you about moose. We actually really want to talk to you guys about multiple offer situations because he's in multiple offer situations. Mm -hmm. How to win multiple offer situations, specifically Mm -hmm. when you're talking about inspections. That's right. So... So we have been in several multiple offer situations. We've been in multiple offer situations. It's what's today, Tuesday? Multiple in the past week. Yeah, so many situations where the market is offers. getting hot. It's crazy. Woo! You know what? The thing is, is inventory's really, really low right now. So you know, at the end of the day, you have these clients, these buyers who are yep. running into these homes, being sold by these sellers, and uh, a lot of times, like again, when there's little inventory, you have a lot of buyers. Multiple offers happen. So how do you win in a multiple offer situation? Do you know? Oh, I know. Okay, let's oh, tell the people. Oh, I know. Let's so, educate the people. Let's give like a little breakdown. So like for first-time home buyers, basically now is a great time to buy a home, but it's also a very right. aggressive time to buy your first home. Because Absolutely. you need to be, once you see a house, you need to be ready to put that offer. And you can't think about it. can't bring mom and dad back to go see it a couple times. Right, right. Um, you really, really, really have to be aggressive about it. So it's important to kind of just know when a house hits the market this time of the year and it's at a really, really, really good price, it's maybe even underpriced from what you're looking for. It'll be generally underpriced around this it's time It's more too. than likely going to actually sell for more than what they have it listed at. So it's, it's good. It's just a good idea to like get a good understanding of that. So if your price range is 250 and you see a beautiful home hit the market for 210, all right? Don't take your mom and don't take your mom and dad back five times to go see it. Really make that decision because by the second day of it being on the market, it's probably already going to be gone. Absolutely. So we're here to talk to you about how to get that two hundred and ten thousand dollar home. That's right. And honestly, <laughs> if you want to keep your offer at two ten, that's great. A lot of people would predict or would say go over asking, but that's not necessarily the best way to win multiple offer situation. You have to have the most attractive looking offer. Yes. And to have the most attractive looking offer, there's a couple different factors that you can turn and play into. Yep. One of those things is the inspection. Uh-huh. So basically, when you get a house under deposit, you have between 10 and 12 days to get an inspection done. Now, after your inspection, you can usually ask the sellers to do whatever found, you guys found wrong with the house before the closing. Absolutely. It's also a great way, if you will, to back out. So if you get to the inspection time, you're able to get your inspection, you see that there's maybe X, Y, or Z wrong with it, and you are getting, if you were cold feet, then at that point you could say, all right, deuces, I'm out of this deal. Yeah, get and you your, get to keep your yeah, deposit get your deposit well. back and everything like that too right. as well. But on the flip side of things, if you are looking at a place, you get it under deposit, there's multiple offers, whatever. A lot of people, well, real estate agents will recommend that you actually waive that inspection, which right. sounds crazy because we always recommend you do an inspection on a right. home. And we're not saying not to get an inspection. Yes, just what on we're paper. we're saying on paper is to waive the inspection. Basically, you're waiving your rights of being able to request anything to be done prior to close, to request the sellers to do anything prior right. to close. But that doesn't mean that you can't get an inspection. Pay the person to get the inspection and then when you get the results, see what's going on with the house. Now, there are several instances where you might see on the listing sold as is, right? So in an instance where it says sold as is, 
they're more than likely not going to be doing anything on the inspection anyways. Mm -hmm. So at that point, it would be smart for an, an agent that you're working with to be like, we're going to waive the inspection because technically the inspection doesn't matter, but you're going to want to do the inspection for your own purposes just so you're able to see what's going yeah. on with the property. So a lot of times, like I'll put on the on your offer, I'll put waived inspection, waived inspection, waived inspection. But in the additional comments, I'll write, we're going to do an inspection for our own knowledge. Right. Um, and at that and at that case, you know, sellers know you're going to do an inspection just for your own knowledge, just to know really what you're buying. Absolutely. But everyone's on the un same understanding that you're not going to be requesting you know, money at the end. You're not going to be requesting doors to be replaced, stuff like that. Right. And then the other side of it, too, is it's a thing. I'm not saying that this is a trick of the trade, but all right. So let's say that there is something crazy wrong, a structural issue wrong. And you have like, for instance, an FHA loan, which a Federal Housing Authority loan. I think we've talked about that already. Mm -hmm. Federal Housing Authority loan in an appraisal is going to require some of those major structural things to get done anyways. So you can literally turn around and say, via the loan, we have to, I don't know, cover the chipping paint we might need to do something with that roof we might yeah. have to either reduce price but again it's not the end-all be-all when you waive your inspection if yep. you say mm -hmm. um another great thing is the psychology of the down payment oh yeah, yeah. Mama. so think about it like this if you are putting in a offer for a hundred thousand dollars right and you have an fha loan fha loans call for three and a half percent down conventional loans call for five percent down three and a half percent on a hundred thousand dollars is three thousand five hundred dollars all that's required on your initial offer is an initial deposit of 1%, right? So 1% of $100,000 is $1,000. Mm -hmm. The seller might turn around and say, listen, that's not enough to have me take my house off the market. You're only putting down 3.5%. So remember that $1,000 at the beginning, then you have to bring $2,500 to total $3,500 for the 3.5% at the end. A lot of people will tell you this is you can put down that money, increase the initial down payment of 1%, maybe the 2%. So you're putting $2,000 down now. You're putting more skin in the game and then you have to bring less to closing, but it's all going to the same place. Yeah. You're all bringing it to the table at the end of the day. It's all going to the exact same place. And that's you, the buyer into your savings account that is the home. Mm -hmm. So again, if I'm a seller and I see that this person, whoa, they're putting 2% down. Now let's think about $200,000. $200,000, 2% is $4,000, right? $300,000, we're $6,000. These numbers go up. But at the end of the day, it's all still going to you. So if I'm a seller and I see that, and I'm like, man, this person's really, really trying to, you know, put their skin in the game. It, it doesn't matter. It's all going to me at the end of the day, period. Like, it, it all goes to me. So I would encourage you to put a higher initial deposit down. You could even put money after the inspection down. That's another big thing too, yeah. especially if you don't waive your inspection. But another big thing is you can literally say, hey, here's 2% now, 2% after, and I'll bring 1% to the remainder of closing. Mm -hmm. It's all going to the same place. It's still 5% and it still makes the seller think that you are so damn serious that they're gonna take your offer over anyone else's. Yep. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. And even like with the cash ones too, like mm -hmm. I tell my cash guys all the time, you're bringing just say $150,000. You're bringing $150,000 to the table cash anyways. So right. why wouldn't you put like 20 grand down for your deposit? Exactly. You're going to be bringing it anyways, especially with the cash people. So like I have a lot of investors right now and they're in multiple offer situations, specifically in Bridgeport. It's yeah, like Bridgeport's really, really, right really, really growing oh, yeah. community over there. Oh yeah. So I tell them all the time. Don't just put $1,000 down. Don't just put $2,000 down. Put $10,000 down because you're going to have to bring it to the table when you close in 10 days anyways. Absolutely. So you're gonna, you, you need to have that money readily available either way. Mm -hmm. But it's just a way to kind of get a leg up on 
those other offers that are coming in. Right, I guess it's right. a good way to look Absolutely. at it. Absolutely. And I mean, again, that's the whole thing is a lot of people think that you don't need money to buy a house. You need money. So don't have it in your head that you're not going to be bringing anything to the closing. There are certain loan programs that do um, uh, down payment assistance. Yeah. They do closing costs. And if your realtor is savvy enough, then they will be able to also get you closing cost cover. We can go over closing cost cover too. Yeah. So let's say then that your offer, we're putting in an offer, we're going to waive the inspection maybe, we're going to do a whole bunch of money uh, as an initial down payment, but you guys need closing costs too. If I am in a multiple offer situation, let's say the price point is 150, I'm going over. I'm literally going over because what happens is, let's say that you're at 150 for the offer, right? And you want closing costs. So closing costs, again, at the end of the closing, you have to pay attorney fees, you have to pay title fees, you have to pay uh, insurance, right? Taxes. Taxes, all that jazz. So so your closing costs can amount to about $8,000, $9,000, $10,000 initially, that's what you're gonna be paying at closing. Your down payment is obviously separate. So if you're in a multiple offer situation where everyone's putting in that exact same offer, you have to make yours that much more attractive by going over because let's say you're at 150, 160, I'm asking for $10,000 back at closing. That net offer is still 150 at the end of the day and you're still going over and you're gonna be financing that money out anyways. Mm. Does that make sense? No one's here to respond to you. So. <laughs> Does that to make sense? To me it makes sense. <laughs> It makes sense. All right. Cool. So go over if you're going to be asking for closing costs and you're going to be in a multiple offer situation is the moral of that story. Yeah, definitely. I usually tell people if you're looking at a house for 150 give or take and your closing costs are going to run you around eight grand, let's do 155 with five back. You're right. still offering 150, but it just makes your offer look a little bit higher. It helps you out in the long run too as well. So everybody wins. Everybody honestly. wins. Everybody wins. And that's what you want. You want everybody to win. Ain't that right, JJ? And we do want to win in these multiple offer situations. Exactly. Uh -huh. We want you to live where you love. <laughs> we want you to get your house. We want you to use us again as realtors. But yeah, it is a really, really, really busy time of the year. So I tell a lot of a lot of people when they want to go see a home for the first time and it just hit the market, you know, three days ago, I just, you know, say, hey, listen, you know, this has only been on the market for a couple of days. It's more than likely has multiple offers on it. Is this a price range that you're willing to to stick with and maybe willing to go a little bit higher with? Because if right. you're looking you know, maybe lowball this one. You think that maybe you can get a good deal on it. This probably isn't the best one for you. We probably would, would want to look at one that's been on the market for 60, 70, 80 days if you're looking to, right. to you know, offer a little bit lower than full asking mm -hmm. on these. So ones that just hit the market within the next, within the past like seven, eight, 10 days, mm -hmm. um, you're, you're probably not going to be getting it for any less than what they have it listed for, unfortunately, at this right. time of the year, at least. Right. Now, to factor in the... Um Right, you're gonna go over, right? You're gonna go over asking. But what we as realtors always do comparative market analysis on the house so that, you know, you aren't right. spending $20,000. There's one offer, which is nuts, but you were really smart about this. This is a Norwalk condo. Uh, they listed it for like $200,000, right? Um, I did the did comps the, and I knew that it was worth 250. 250, all day. easily, all right? Day. So she encouraged her client to go to 220. Yeah, I did. That sounds nuts to be like, I am convincing someone to go $20,000 over the asking price, but as a you know a knowledgeable realtor, you did the CMA, 
You made sure that you know we're in the bounds of what this is, and 220 was not a bad price, and they got it, and they won that offer. We locked it in for 220. Then when it was appraised, it actually appraised for like 245. So this girl ended up getting a shit ton of equity in that condo, even right. though she came in twenty thousand dollars over asking. You just have to be working with someone that's professional enough, knowledgeable enough in the areas to know. Hey, this is a good price. Hey, this is going to go over asking. Right. Hey, you know, maybe we could probably offer a little bit less on this. So Absolutely. again, it's just kind of full circle as to why you should be using buyers agents. We're free. Right. Um, we know what we're talking about for the most part, at mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it could save you a couple bucks or actually get you a couple bucks in equity on your home. That's right. So that's right. We'll never let you buy something that the well, the bank will actually never let you yeah. buy something that it's not going to appraise out to. So never be scared to go over and listen to your realtors. <laughs> this is. Hashtag your family neighborhood moose. <laughs> Signing out. This is your co-host Courtney. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in, liking, commenting, sharing, subscribing, telling your mom, telling your dad if they're looking to sell their house. Tell we are looking to list it. About me. <laughs> we will sell your home in less than ninety days. Guarantee. Less than ninety days. It's our guarantee as making moves. <laughs> Reach out to us today on any social media platform. We are on Instagram at the Movement Podcast CT. Dope. Wait, can we do the thing where we run to each other from the? It's kind of awkward now, but sure. Let's do it. All right. Three, two. Is out.